Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of You Can't Do That, a podcast about hockey mostly. <laughs> I'm Kelly, and the phase of uh, quarantine life I'm in is discovering I'm dope at embroidery. Ooh, I like that. Stunning turn of events, y'all. I took Rave's embroidery kit that she quit after yeah. about 35 seconds. Yeah, it didn't, mm-hmm. wasn't, wasn't for me immediately, therefore wasn't for me ever. I'm crushing it, lads. Just she crushing is. it. She really nice. is. She's learned like four different kinds of stitches. She's doubling and undoubling. I started learning yesterday at 6 p.m. and I'm almost done. <laughs> that is powerful. So she's crushing in a high, it. She's in a high achiever phase of quarantine right now. <laughs> of something ultimately useless to my, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's beautiful. Yay. Yay. Uh, I'm Eva, and I guess the phase of quarantine that I'm in is putting my hair in two pigtail braids, which (laughs) we're not, I'm not going to say that's as great as learning embroidery, but it is something. And it's uh, not dissimilar because it both involves Fibers. Weavings. Fiber. Fibers. It's fiber art, Eva. It's, it's fiber, fiber art. art. It's not depression, it's fiber art. Thank you fiber very art, much. Actually. And I am creating a living installation with my hair. And it's actually a commentary on <laughs> labor. It is. Totally. It's the performance of labor totally. and the ephemeral nature of art. Yes. Totally. So that's my phase. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I am Rave, and the phase of quarantine that I am in is uh well no the phase of quarantine i'm in is that all phases are meaningless and i can't think of a single activity that i've done in the last like week i know i've been doing things i was making a sweater Sweater. i was making a sweater i've been doing some puzzles obviously i just planted some plants planting planting Planting. nurturing planted some herbs made a little window garden but none of those really registered and i think that's its own phase Ah, in a way. Productivity is useless as a concept, so it's good to just like let go of all preconceived yeah. notions. I'm only ever doing things exactly in the moment, and then the moment is over, and I have no idea who I am or what's happening. That's nice. <laughs> Yay. Yay. And today, we have a special guest who is not Jamie Ben. <laughs> Our special guests, please uh, introduce themselves. Uh, hello, everyone. I am Elle. And I would say the phase of quarantine I'm in is appearing on my girlfriend's podcast. Completely <laughs> no reason. Thank you all for having me. Elle has never listened to a podcast, including her girlfriend's podcast. You never should, by the way. And you You're never right should. Thing. I would never ask her to. Thank you. <laughs> nope. Thank you. And I would also like to point out that we are all today collectively in the silk robes phase of quarantine. Yep. That's true. Absolutely. Or 100% polyester robe, please. That's I'd correct. like my polyester robe Silky. to be represented here. I did delay recording because I yeah. needed to put a robe on and then I just started a trend. Yeah, you know, and everyone else was like, can we, just, can we take a break and like all go put on robes? And that's what we did. And now here we are. Ready to talk about question also, mark. Also, mine is actually sheer chiffon with yeah. velour flowers. Mm, incredible. Just saying. Okay. Anyway. Mine chiffon. belonged to my mom. It's silk chiffon. Thanks, mom. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Thanks, Thanks Elle's Mom. Mine is plastic. Thank you. 
Well, anyway, today we will be wrapping up a very weird season uh, and um, kind of exploring an alternate reality through the use of equity sticks. So look forward to it. And a big shout out to our supporters on Patreon. We love and appreciate you very much. And as a reminder that we'll be pausing donations during the month of May while we take a little vacation, but we will be back with summer shenanigans starting in June. And also, since my birthday is in May, actually our first episode in June will be my birthday episode my birthday is may 30th for those of you who are interested <laughs> just saying putting that out there everyone should be interested if anyone's interested in my uh, birthday which again is may 30th <laughs> many people think gemini's are only in june but may gemini's also deserve representation <laughs> and representation matters danielle is also a may gemini oh, so um producer danielle so please um respect may gemini's i truly thought you were just gonna say please give generously <laughs> like just, just, i don't know what to which like, like just give, give generously. generously of like your heart spirit and good intention to gemini's thank you i mean yes. it's a good cause just give generously to support the existence of Gemini's. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, folks, it's time for a little segment we like to call This Week in Our Cats. And I would really like to start this off because my big boy Bjorn had a big boy trip to the vet's office today. We had a little social distancing vet appointment because he had some some belly issues and things and I just wanted to get him checked out. Um, and we dropped him off of the curb and the, the vet tech took him up the stairs in a little in his little home in his suitcase and then the vet called me and Bjorn was like being really nice to her which was a really good sign because my last Aww. cat was a terror at the veterinary office loving and sweet to me but i would used to have to dope her up before a vet appointment bjorn was fine he was a good little boy and uh he's home now acting like absolutely nothing happened so i'm very proud of my little boy he has a he has two ear infections but he's okay and he has little drops now and i'm really happy that he's getting care he's an important boy that was very earnest this week in our cats i love my cat he's he's a good boy universal access to health care including cats Including cats. Yes, absolutely. Frankly, especially cats. I'm so proud of him. Good job, Bjorn. He did so wonderfully. He really did. He also may have had those. So, like, it's easy to forget that Bjorn has only been living with Kelly for three months, a little less than three months. So he might have had those ear infections, apparently, like, since he he came into the home. And so it's very exciting to get them cleared up. If you adopt a cat. They give you their vet records, but you should always take them to the vet pretty soon after, I think. Yes. Because uh, I looked at those vet records and I was like, seems great. Um, and I'm sure that they believed that at the time. I'm 100% sure that they believed that at the time. But, you know, I will certainly, if I adopt another kitten at some point, be taking them to a vet shortly after. Just in case. It's never it's never harmful in case their little ears are full of infections. <laughs> or they have an upper respiratory infection. And... Um, <gasps> ringworm on the top of their head which is what biz had when he came home with a clean bill of health and that that was why we had to shave his head reverse mohawk for a while (laughs) it was so funny tiny baby busy came home got an itchy head and then we had to reverse buzz it so we could wash his head under the sink every single day with his medicated shampoo oh my god he just did his busy thing where he was just like well I guess this is happening. <laughs> I'm just imagining him like a tiny monk with a tonsure. Yeah, yeah he had like, like the, the reverse, like the head. Yeah, yes. the cloud on the mountain. <laughs> anyway, 
That's a that's a throwback with Mike. <laughs> I love that. It's a very special episode, so we should get a throwback. Yeah. It's really hard to picture a tiny Bjorn because Bjorn is, I mean, Bjorn, God, God, a tiny biz. They're both huge. Hard to picture both of them, <laughs> Honestly, but specifically yes. in this case, biz, because he's such a he's such a soft, round cloud boy. But, like, how big... Uh, Eva, can you show me with your hands how big he was when you had to wash his little head? Oh, when we had him, he was about yay big. Basketball. Like, like the size of, like, I'd say, like, a soccer ball. Yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. Like, or, like, a mini toaster. You know, those, like, very small no. toasters you get for an apartment <laughs> that look that cute? I would I, say it, yeah. I love that we're all still imagining him as just being very spherical, like, regardless was, of age. He has rounded edges. <laughs> he <laughs> was like a lanky boy for a little oh. bit. Like, who's he? He was still always a little more rotund than Kuzia, though. <laughs> Chunky. Yay. Well, uh, Ellie is doing just great. She's uh, cute and stupid. and She let Bjorn lick her tail today. Yeah, they're having a little, they're having a little <gasps> grooming moment. Uh, oh, my. She came over. I was finally finishing the top half of a puzzle <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, not worried about the cats because I was sitting right there doing the puzzle and Ellie came over and kind of wandered onto the puzzle and I was like this is fine she's just sitting there then she took her little claws and sank them into the top of it and just peeled (laughs) the whole thing back (laughs) like it was so it was so (laughs) deliberate it was it was just like (laughs) oh my god that's amazing (laughs) and then just kind of like rolled over and was like hi <laughs> she was showing her fluffy belly and just being like, "I'm the cutest baby Did in the you world." Know me so cute. I was like, "I'm gonna eat you for food," but yes, <laughs> you're also very cute. <laughs> anyway, she's she's great. She's adorable, and I, I'm obsessed with her. And right now, she's settling into a little tiny lump and putting a little paws underneath her so she can watch Bjorn wander around the apartment doing man stuff. When Aww. Bjorn got home, she did sniff him a lot, like very, very a lot. It seemed like it was very cute. The friend had new smells upon him. It was mostly catnip because we did dredge that cat carrier in oh, yeah. catnip. Absolutely. So and I think she was out, just like, can I get high? That Ellie loves oh, drugs. Oh, Ellie loves to get high. And I did not know this. Ellie loves catnip. She does kind of have like the air of like a duchess doing opium. So oh, absolutely. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's very like. Uh, my doctor told me I have to for my nerves. For my nerves. She's also like an like a a can a cannery heiress in like 1962, like trying pot for the first time. Absolutely. And she's like, now I'm like a, one of the people. I'm like just here with you guys. Like it's just like so normal for me. I love drugs and they're regular. She's <laughs> very very into the catnip. Well, <laughs> aren't we all? I've never seen before. <laughs> but quarantine makes fools of us all. Oh, doesn't it? So that's Ellie. Yeah. What about Kuzia? Oh my gosh, what haven't they done this week? <laughs> what law haven't they broken? Criminals. Uh, they do really love to do crime still. Uh, they're getting yeah. better about sitting close to each other without someone yelling, and by someone I mean Biz. So like we've yep. had several nice moments where they will be both on opposite ends of the sofa for a while. Ooh. Um, I got to see Kuzia run in a circle and chase his own tail. Just straight up doing full 360s to get the little piece of shoelace that was hanging off the back of him. And it was really spectacular. And also he started doing a thing where he like attacks this one part of my door jam in the bed, in like the, between the bedroom and the the living room, like at nighttime. And he just like all of a sudden gets his 
gets his ghosts in his head, starts running around, and then he climbs this one part of my door, and I'm like, why is it that one? What's happening? I need to That's know. But where the ghosts are. But when I ask him, he just gives me his little, like, I have never had one thought in my life face, and I'm like, okay, valid, fine. Yeah, yep. it's like halfway up the door. He loves to be tall by any yeah. means possible, um, including parkour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially. He, well, he's very into parkour, 100%. and he's also very into, like, examining the water and ice dispenser on my freezer now yeah like he's obsessed with that thing well he's an inquisitive boy i will say right now bjorn is clawing away which you may hear on this recording and ellie just has her little chin rested on a bolster and is just watching him just like mm. it has that very much like the air of as as you may know we've been watching a lot of love island same air as like the girls sitting in the beanbag chairs watching a guy lift some weights uh, same thing nastio vechkina pregnant yes. in a sweatshirt it's sitting crazy. on a bouncy ball watching alex ovechkin get super sweaty and instagramming the whole thing while like flicking her hair and pouting it's like that it's the same energy wow. so it's perfect it's, it's perfect. perfect. It's ideal. <laughs> Very proud. <laughs> well, and that's our cats. That's our cats. I'm really glad, proud of the growth we've shown on our cats have shown this season, yep. you know. Really have. <laughs> totally. I think it's been like such a journey. Like from day one, these cats came in here. They didn't know who they were. They didn't know what they wanted. And now it's like they've just come so far and we've all come so far with them. And the culture that we've built in like the, the locker totally. room. is key. Totally, when you bring totally. someone new in, you know, totally. it can be really tricky. But totally. everyone's really reached out and made them feel welcome. Totally. Although there have been some fights at practice some squabbles yeah but it's just because i think everyone's really passionate and at the end of the day that's what it is that's what you're seeing you're seeing that passion and you know and that urge that drive to win and that drive to compete that's what it's about and and when we're all pulling the when we're all pulling the rope with that you know that's what's really going to get us there so yeah i'm really proud that's that is exactly (laughs) what cats think all the time they do (laughs) i mean i do feel like that's close to what bjorn thinks Bjorn thinks I think pulling Bjorn the rope is, like a is hockey. the best activity he can possibly imagine. Bjorn is just imagine. like, rope? Bjorn's having a great day. <laughs> exactly. Bjorn sounds a lot like Jamie Benn when we do him. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense. There are two wolves inside Bjorn, and they're both hungry, and they want to make friends with each other. <laughs> That's Bjorn. Hi, Bjorn. He's oh. right behind the computer right now. Hi, baby. He can hear us all. Well, this week, this week, actually, you know what, y'all, let's look back. Let's go back in time. What's time? And take a little look at this season, this whole season in the NHL. It's been a really, really strange ride, but I will say the one thing I personally am grateful for is that Alex Ovechkin is a witch or has contacts with witches, and Mm. that is why he front-loaded his goals so hardcore. Mm. We were all like, he's on a crazy pace. Why is that? It's because he's either a witch or witch adjacent. We all know he's witch adjacent. He, we uh, know. Yeah, like I was I was just trying to like catch my bets there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair and fair. try not to point fingers at anyone in Siberia, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um you would hate to signal single out. Anyone in a witch hut on the yeah. taiga <laughs> could could be anyone. Uh so that's what I'm really grateful for with this season of the NHL and I choose to forget the last couple of months of the Washington Capitals hockey team mm-hmm. playing and choose to remember when they were 
doing good hockey stuff. And that's what I'll remember from this season. I deleted half of it. <laughs> I think that's a great choice. Uh, another person who's definitely witch adjacent on the Washington Capitals, of course, Evgeny Kuznetsov, who's having a terrible season and was like, do you think we could just have like a plague like, that be chill? <laughs> He's just like, I'm not feeling this. Can I'm not we just feeling like- this. I really... Let's just like start this whole thing over again. So like the main thing that I'll do is play video games and that'll be my job instead of playing hockey, which I just like don't feel like doing. And his wish was granted. Mm. Evgeny Kuznetsov did COVID-19. Pass it on <laughs> to God your friends. You heard it here first. <laughs> it, was, it was a monkey's paw thing, you know? He thought he was getting something. He got something else. But hey, at the end of the day, he is in fact playing video games for his job. Yep. We should all. He's playing video games with professional gamers on Twitch, and soon he's going to be playing against other hockey players from other teams. And I hope he says some. I can't weird wait for stuff. him to overshare a little I bit. I have not watched his uh, hour long Twitch that he did. We're recording on Monday, and yesterday on Sunday, he was on Twitch for an hour uh, playing NHL 20 with. Uh, John Wayne Gacy, as I always want to call him, the <laughs> professional gamer. For the, it's not John Wayne Gacy. That's a serial killer. Yeah. It's John Wayne. And he is a professional gamer. Anyway, the point is, he was on Twitch for an hour. Uh, I'm very excited to watch that. I feel like it'll be a nice soothing bath for my brain. Did you guys watch it? No. No, I've just seen excerpted quotes and then I had to I took throw yeah. my fling myself off of the balcony and then climb As back up I, and yes. it took a long time so I haven't listened to it yet. I will say he chose such a good I don't know if you guys saw any screenshots of it but it, I feel like it's going to I'm protected because his angle that he chose is a severe downward angle showing part of his chin and like the underside of his nose. So <laughs> this actually protects me and I think many Kuzi enthusiasts from Full like completion of our our spirits. That's really that's really helpful to me. That is because important. didn't he talk about Gino? Or was he that? did? <laughs> yeah, he did. So I saw that yeah, little well, I saw that little mwah. tidbit, and I was like, ah, I've gotten from this the, the sweetest fruit already. Uh, I, I'm content. Lest you did not hear what I what I heard was uh, they asked him about a, a stick that he got from Evgeny Malkin, and he was like, yeah, we're friends. We're not best friends, but like just because he's on the Penguins doesn't mean I have to hate him. But I do. But I do. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hey guys, can we think about like, do we remember anything from this season? Because oh. I've got some questions and let's see if we can answer literally any of them. Okay. Um, who was good? Jacob Vrana. Jacob Vrana. He that's was great. Europeans. Oh, Europeans canceled. Yeah, <laughs> that's a victim of this and I, it's tragic. Although Europeans, he did reveal recently that he has a girlfriend. Barbara. Oh, he's got a baby girlfriend. So congratulations to baby beans. She visually just reminds me very much of him. Like, I wouldn't say Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I was going to make a weird two beans in a pod joke, and then I was like, I don't think I can make this make sense, so I backed off it. But yes, they look the same. And it's like, they don't look like each other. They just look the same. They look like two people who were, like, cast to be a couple in, like, a magazine ad because they would look good together in pictures. Yeah. Or, like... Or even, like, yeah, like like a brother and sister on, like, Seventh Heaven. Yeah, or like a very heteronormative, uh, what's that uh, rule of the internet that says there's always a, a gender-swapped version? Oh, yes. Yeah. 60. It's like, 
69. Rule 69. <laughs> Rule 69, 69 sure. now. Nice. Ay. Ay. But, like, like that version where it's not, like, oh, it just looks like Jacob Rana, the cis man, but is a woman. It's, like, this is the girl version who's, like, a girl. Like, yeah. there's a certain kind of that energy. Mm-hmm. Like, cast the girl who would play Jacob Rana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember that the Washington Capitals added, like, 15 players? Yes, I do. Can, and I who say. can tell us who they were? Who... Who were they? Uh, Brendan Dillon. Loved him. So excited about Brendan Dillon. Miss him already. Great boy. Great boy. Fought Gino immediately. We said, Uh, that boy is a boy for uh, me. That was a gift. Fantastic. Uh, I'm going to take you to the other end of the spectrum now. Dick Panic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I do kind of feel like Dick Panic has been here forever. I thought that too, but you're (laughs) right. He is right. Wow, time is wild. Yeah. It's sure not real. Elle, who would you like to contribute to this bile? I'm going, to, I was going to say Garnet Hathaway, but I have absolutely no <gasps> idea when we got him at all. He was, that he was, was this here. year. Was no, it? No, he was here last year. No, he wasn't. Was he not here last year? Uh-uh. Was he? Time is wild. No, he was this year. He was this he was year. This year. Oh my God. Believe that shit. I almost no. didn't believe it as I said it. I was like, surely we've had him since 2015. Right? He's Surely, always been here. Garnet has always been the caretaker at the Capitals Hotel. I mean, I remember no. that he was on the Flames only because their claim to fame for me was oh, having right. the coolest named player, Garnet Hathaway. Garnet Hathaway. Mm. Remember when we like started hearing his name and we were just busting it like this Loved little it. like Mary Sue's fantasy dragon riding yep. ass. Loved it. We didn't know. And we then we got to know him our... and we said, I love him, mother. And the universe said, yes, and... You will yes, love him. And <laughs> you Oh, I got one. More. Ilya uh, Kovalchuk. Th- yeah. That was yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Going one, back to the Canadians. So. <laughs> uh what about Brendan Leipzig? Leipzig Is he not new? He's new. Well number twenty eight Leipzig. Yes. That's another one who's he's great always boy. been our he's boy. He's always been our boy. That was almost the one I was gonna I was gonna say him before I said Dick Panic. And then I was like, No, I've had him for one hundred years. <laughs> No, we haven't. No, it's very much like one of those, like, you know, TJ Maxx, like, blankets <laughs> for a newborn that's like, I loved you even before I met you, my nuge bite baby. <laughs> I loved you in my tummy, Garnet Hathaway. <laughs> you know, I think maybe part of the reason why this season was canceled is because they were starting to, to scratch certain boys who they should not have scratched. Mm, I'm just saying. Probably. I'm just saying. It didn't help. Also, like, we did technically have Nick Dowd before this season, but, like, did we truly have him before he came into his own? He really blossomed this year. He blossomed, yes. And I'm so proud of him. Same. I think also that was part of why I didn't think that Garnet Hathaway was this year, because I think of them as the same. They're a unit. Yeah. And they are essentially. And and I was like, I'm pretty sure he's he's been here longer. No, they're two halves of the same egg. Yeah, they are. Like the little like Easter plastic egg that exactly. you can fit mm-hmm. four jelly beans in. Crunch. Uncrunch. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so those are those are some good things that happened this season. We got some good boys. I hope we get to keep the good boys. I have another good thing that happened this season. Oh, please. What was it? We um, re-signed Nicholas Backstrom. <gasps> we did. We did. <sighs> oh, we did do that. And we knew he would, but it was just even better, I think, than any of our hearts could dream, representing himself, having mm. such a big to-do so over it, because... As we have mentioned many times before, he does give you the aura of someone who likes to shrink from 
from attention, but that's bullshit. He loves it. He just loves to do it his way. Don't look stop. at me. Stop it. Oh my god, stop it. <laughs> don't. Is why I don't even know why it's a big deal me signing this really important contract that I negotiated myself and you want to film for some reason. Like, oh my gosh, I just like rolled out of bed like this. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> why are you so obsessed with me? I never did anything about this. It's crazy. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, god. That's oh, a that's good nice. time. And he had a baby. He had a baby. There have been so many babies. So many babies. <gasps> the <babies gasps> Dima had a baby. Koozie had a baby. Oh, he's gonna have a baby. Oh, he's about to have a baby. Nicholas Backstrom had a baby. Nick Dowd had a baby. Uh what's his face? The other one? Ned. Ned. <laughs> Who's the one for the Red Wings? Nick Jensen. <laughs> Nick, Jen- Nick Jensen. Ned. Ned. <laughs> Ned. <laughs> he feels right. Okay, well, first of all, he seems nice. But also, <laughs> I was thinking of the Red Wings, and then I was thinking Nick, and I couldn't get those things together, except in my head I was like, the Ned Wings. So that's his name now, Ned. Not the Ned Wings. Uh, anyway, he had a baby. He sure did. Which is nice. Good for him. Yay. And TJ. <laughs> TJ had a baby. TJ had a baby. Oh, oh my God, TJ had a baby. I totally forgot. Yeah. Too many babies. Wow. So many babies. Well, let's close out this season in NHL by giving a couple of very quick superlatives. And I'm happy for you guys to give this to players or or to um, teams, whatever, you know, floats your boat. But here is my question. Um, who has received the senior superlative most improved? Yes, Rave. Canucks? I like that. I'll take it. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. It might be kind of a long term. I don't know if it's really like this season. Yeah. But it seemed like they were really, oh, no, no, no. I'm an idiot. I know who it is. Who it's is the it? Flyers. Obviously, it's the Flyers. <gasps> oh, it's oh, the Flyers. You're totally yes. right. It's totally the Flyers. What's wrong of course. with me? Flyers. Uh, most improved in terms of their play, which was so good when their season got tragically cut short. Uh, and also most improved in terms of like leaning right into their vibe, which they have done with great success. Most improved in terms of Kevin Hayes. Per 60. Kevin Hayes. Frankly. Most quickly improved by adding Kevin (laughs) Hayes. It's true. He really epitomized what the Flyers are all about and just... Just a little focusing prism. I have one, a couple of quick ones, just because this is something I didn't plan as as a segment. I think it'd be a great segment to do sometime. But I'm like, this is kind of fun, so we're gonna roll through some real quick. <laughs> Who gets best dressed? <laughs> mm. Yikes. Mm. Mm. David Pasternak with the suit. Yes. yes. Who gets most spirited? Garnet Hathaway. Garnet Hathaway. Who gets class clown? Is it the Yotes? They're all clowns. Yeah. Every single one of these guys is a fucking clown. They're all clowns, but I think <laughs> of the team, I feel like, I don't know, like yeah, the, Yotes the Yotes just in general. Or it's the devs, if it's the kind of class clown that, like, you love them, but, like, they're failing out of school, and they're, like, trying to distract you from it by being like, whoa, like, then it's the devs. <laughs> I see it, yes. Mm-hmm. Now here is my personal senior superlative, which I received, biggest procrastinator. Mm, Washington Capitals. Always the Washington Capitals. It's the Washington Capitals. Forever and ever. Well, guys, are you ready for the segment I actually planned? Yes. Um, So this is going to be 
the National Hockey League Equity Sticks Olympics slash playoffs. Um, I have in my hands my equity sticks on which I have every, It's they're not really sticks, they should be popsicle sticks, um, but I never got around to doing it, so. Who can eat that many popsicles? It's too much work. Um, anyway, I have all of the NHL teams on here, and I'm going to select them to make a bracket um, from which we are going to figure out who is going to win the Stanley Cup in our hearts. And not really our hearts, because our love has no bearing on this. This is purely hockey. I love this. This is sports. This is This sports. is serious sports analysis. The Athletic is doing this, so we can fucking do it same, too. By the way. No can drama, I, I just I'm hockey. I'm really far away from my mic, but I just want to say it's bonkers. I don't think it's insane because everyone needs to write their own fan fiction sometimes. And we should support these little um, athletic writers in, in what must be a trying time for them. And we should let them write some fan fiction of their dreams. And if that is really dry commentary to a game that never happened, like, you know what? All the best to you. I actually haven't read this, so I'm not sure if it's really dry. But it's, it's sorry not. to any athletic writers who are listening There to are this. so many great athletic writers, too. a wonderful time, but they are, like, making up quotes for on being oh, like Tom Wilson cute. after the game said blah 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 like it's, you know what they are losing their minds and I respect aren't it we all? and yeah but the way we're playing is more fun because we don't have anything like divisions fuck divisions I'm just gonna draw from here and whatever happens happens okay so um in the first round how many teams should be in the first round they can be the real number or fake number it doesn't really matter let's go to let's go to eight Let's start at the end. Well, let's just do it. Let's All right, let's do fucking that. do it, y'all. Yeah, Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Um, in the first round, one of our pair-ups is the Sharks. Aha. Uh, the San Jose Sharks versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. Also, spoiler alert, I don't care who's actually in the playoff picture. No. No, this is obviously just, not. This is for fun. I want to talk about this. I'm thrilled about this because I think it's the only, one of the very few playoff matchups that the Sharks in their current form could win. Yes. And... I love that because, as we know, the Sharks are Caps West and Tampa Bay has a problem with, like, goofy underachievers who, like, appear at the last minute and are like, psych, I won a game. Especially if it's so much of a, like, they're horrible. There's no chance. Yep. They're fine. Tampa Bay's going to sail right by them. Yep. It's, it's, the, it's the scrappy underdog summer camp team story. Like, yeah, you, they're going to win because you are the anonymous villains from, like, rich boy camp, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. They get demoralized too easily. Their system's not working. They can't handle this wacky trick play that they came up with. <laughs> well, I'm glad we, we came to the conclusion there because our next round... Ooh, hello. Our next roundup is... <laughs> It's the Pens versus the Kings. <laughs> oh, that's not a scrappy little underdog situation at all. Mm. Unfortunately. Mm. Something about this is truly <laughs> deeply hilarious. cursed. That's grim, man. You know what I love First about it? Playoff. The anger that Sidney Crosby would have at having to play the fucking Los Angeles King. God, that would sustain oh me God. for a solid week, I think. Like, I could take the week off coffee. I would be so stoked by that. It doesn't even, it wouldn't even count. Like, obviously the Pens are going to win this yes, series. Yes, they're going like, to win. It's going to take longer than they want it to. And it's going to be like, this doesn't even feel good. It's embarrassing. This is like why are we even playing? Why them? are we here? And like, why is this happening? and every time they score on the pen, Sidney Crosby's going to be like, "I must do penance," <laughs> <laughs> because and the idea of a team like this scoring on the Pittsburgh Penguins—it just doesn't make sense logically. <laughs> if you look at it, I love this game. Our next round is 
The Dallas Stars versus the Blue Jackets. Oh boy. Mm. Stars. You know what? This season, this season, this season is going to go to seven. Yeah. This series yeah, is going to, go seven. to seven for sure. Yep. That's honestly kind of a toss-up to me. That's I think L is going to decide this for us because yeah, as our special so. guest, L is going to be the one who's going to tell us whether the Blue Jackets, the Stars, are going to make it out of the first round. Will it be very horny or uncomfortably horny? Yeah, like which 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 is the vibe? Is it expressive or repressive horniness? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the Stars make it. I don't think they do, but mm. I don't believe in laws anymore. So no. I'm no, going to shovel them through the playoffs with sheer power of will and a lot of Coke Zero. I can see it happening. It's a flute goal off Anton. What's his name? Is it Anton? Rodulo? No, that's Kadobin. Yeah. Uh, off his skate, all the way down the ice. Bounces <laughs> in. Who saw it coming? Nobody. Nobody. But Tyler Sagan immediately rips his shirt off. Yes, he does. Oh, it's iconic. Beautiful. Flings it into the crowd. <laughs> Yes, and it, it goes to seven, honestly, almost by accident. Like, every single game, everyone was like, the Blue Jackets probably should have had that one. Oh, the, but the Dallas Stars played a tight 20 minutes in there somewhere, yeah. and that's where it happened. Jamie Benn <laughs> cries, by the way. They're going to go down, like, three at the very beginning, and Jamie Benn is going to cry in the locker room, and everyone's mm. going to feel bad, and that's why they're going to win. That's true. They just can't handle the voice, the eyes. Oh. <laughs> How about... You know when the the flames play the Islanders. You know when that happens. Well, who's oh, gonna come out on cursed. top? That's interesting to me. I think personally, no. Actually, I'm changing my no. I'm changing my mind back. No. I know what I believe. I feel like Barry Trotz pulls it out. I think it's flames. But I don't know. Yeah, Eva, were you thinking about their narrative? Because I was just thinking about their narrative. I just think it's. I think it's. Yeah, the flames have a funny little narrative. They've got some funny little boys. What is it? Remind me of their narrative? They had that shitty coach, the really oh, bad yeah. one, who was ousted, and they were, like, sucking real bad, even though everyone's like, the Flames should be good. Why aren't they good? And they were like, ay. Um, But then their bad coach got ousted, and they started doing really, really well. And I think, yeah, I think that it would be an, a good time for some of their little, their little goblins to shine, and I think they would step up a little. And I would be interested to see it. Also, I know this isn't really have anything to do with the hockey that happened this season, question mark. Neither does anything we ever talk about, so. But I do know that I remember that, like, on the aisles, like, the only person who was having a hot streak was Tito, which doesn't seem very promising for anything. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) You can rest your drink on that ass, but you can't rest your team on that. His, like, pure, horny, (laughs) horny, self-sustaining energy can only carry you so far. Yeah. Yeah, they only win by, like repression basically and like like working together as a team so intensely and that only takes you so far the berry trots the berry trots all right how about the abs and the oilers oh that's depressing it's sad the abs are obviously, I mean, obviously. abs in four <laughs> in four no oh. there's five because leon dreisaitl and connor Mc- connor connor mcmichael i was literally about to be like mcdykel <laughs> what uh connor mcdavid is him. gonna the two of them are going to get him one game. Yeah. on Not even on home ice. Yeah. It'll be in Colorado. It will absolutely be in Colorado. It will be just enough to really dash their spirits. The saddest hat trick of all time. Yeah, exactly. Holy shit, guys. This first round matchup is fire. It is a throwback. 
back to the Canucks' last appearance in the Stanley Cup Files versus the Boston Bruins. The Bruins versus Canucks first round. And I need to recuse myself because I'm going to murder if the Canucks don't make it, but I cannot see them making it. But also, like, they could make... No, they couldn't. No, they can't. Like, I would love... I would love it. I would love it, and I would love... That's what I want. I would love to be able to sit here and tell you that it's the Canucks. Like, I want that so badly. But we're also professional journalists and analysts analysts. here. And sometimes the truth (laughs) hurts. And the truth is very much that Boston wins this one. And I don't care for it. I'm really sorry. This is destroying me. And it's it's ugly too. Like it's it's gruesome. It is. I don't like it. I almost wanted to search every time the Canucks played the Bruins just to see if they They won one time. Oh, so maybe there wasn't a shutout. I think they won one time. You should Google it. Okay. We can just okay. assume I know it Boston is. Boston comes out, but like, oh, I'm right. sad about it. Well, listen, they made the playoffs, and it, like, their main goal was making the playoffs, That's and they true. did it in real life. I think they come out disappointed, obviously, but I think they come out with a really good attitude, too, about being yes. very proud of how far the team went. Yes. Remember when the Leafs played the Caps Holy and they came shit. out like that? And then the last the time the really Bruins bad. played the Canucks, Canucks <gasps> won 9-3. I forgot about that game. I forgot about that. 9-3, y'all. The Canucks beat <laughs> the Boston Bruins 9-3. Was that the one in December, that day everyone had the crazy day? It was it yes. was in February, oh, February twenty second. Okay, but then the the game before that, Boston won four zero. So, um, what we're saying actually is the correct result. But I'm just saying that the Canucks had one blowout game, and we were all really excited for them. That was game four of this series. So excited for that. Canucks won something like yeah, like a, a an eight eight four. Good for them. Uh, Brad Marchand cried in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I'm really glad that the regular season doesn't count because the Montreal Canadiens are playing the New Jersey Devils. Mm. <laughs> well, this is fantastic. The New Jersey Devils are going to make it to the second round. That's huge. <laughs> That's fantastic. Good for them. Um, Good for her. Don't know that they necessarily deserved it, but they are going to take nope, it. they sure didn't. Here's why that happened. Uh, it's that Carey Price wanted the season to be done so that he could go to his deer blind. He was like, I've been in my home practicing casting flies and do a drinking glass from across the room. How dare you do this to me? How dare you? I don't want to do this anymore. And he didn't. It's a happy ending. If he gets back now... Like, the fish are probably still biting. Like, it's all yeah. set up still. His, his food exactly. won't even have gone bad. He just has to get back now. <laughs> He's very busy. Well, y'all, are you ready for our last matchup? So am. The Flyers versus the Rangers. Flyers! 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 Absolutely. Oh, that's Nailed thrilling. It. Kevin Hayes hat trick. Oh, that's going to be so bitchy, that whole series. Oh, it's going to be be so see you next Tuesday-ish. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And our next next pairings are coming out of uh, the order in which I drew them. Perfect. So that's fun. Because you know who's playing each other? The San Jose Sharks and the Pittsburgh Penguins in the second round. I'm going to be real with you. Obviously, the Pens are going to win this yeah. one, but there is a world in which the Pens are so unprepared for the Sharks' combination of 
devil may care hedonism and never preparing for a test that they're like oh i didn't see any of those moves coming and they lose yes there's absolutely a world i think where the sharks take this one i don't know if it's the main the main reality but it is one of the <laughs> i think the pens ones. are taking it yeah I yeah think the, the pens, pens are taking are it that. but again like their first round matchup against the kings still not fun it's not fun they're not anybody. having fun <laughs> They're like, can they we please just fun. play Boston or something? My God. <laughs> it's sad for them. They're not happy. They're not having a good time. Uh, but the Sharks are having a good time full of brotherhood. And in this imagine, they're not devastated by this loss. They're like, it's chill, guys. Let's go to the beach. Joe Thornton's like, thank God I'm only 33. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Tons of time. Beautiful. I've got loads of time. Oh, my well, best y'all. friend Joe Thornton. You're still here. <laughs> oh, Pavs. He Pavs. has left. What a wonderful world. Oh. As I'm looking down at the board, we're really leaning Eastern, but that makes sense because, let's be honest, <laughs> there's a lot of teams in the Pacific who suck. Um, So it's fine. Um, I'm talking to you, the Kings. Yes. Yes. And like just generally the Pacific Division. It sucked this year. That's fine. It's fine. But this this is a Western Conference matchup. Wild. The Stars versus the Flames. Mm. I'm taking the Stars in this one. I yeah. think it's the Stars. Yeah, they have so more longevity to me. Like their Agreed. horniness has more like Yeah. Yeah, like more staying power. I think yeah, like we were saying the Flames kind of have like the narrative power and we have like a couple boys who might be able to break out and do something fun in the first round, but it's not I don't think it's going to take them further than that. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't see it. I think the Stars are going to take this one. I'm excited. I also can see where this bracket is leading and I'm thrilled about it. I just want to say Delightful. I think I know I think I know what this final is going to be and how it's going to go. It's going to it's going to be absolutely fantastic. We'll just see. I, I am have... more excited for this than real hockey, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I will say with this next matchup, I personally think this could go either way. It is the Colorado Avalanche versus the Boston Bruins. This is a legit mashup, yeah. and I genuinely think really it could fun. go either way. I would really like to watch this. That one would I be would a, like that a lot. That would be a dope-as-fuck series. Like, I would like to see it, that meme. Yes. We know that the Bruins are, um, quote-unquote, good. good, but were they about to win the President's no. Trophy? Yeah, they were, and I think that's a problem. Ooh, that's a real hit. I, I don't know that they have the, like... The caught fire magic that you really need in a year like 2020 when up is down and down is up. I think the abs are going to take it. I've been calling the abs all year for their horniness plus goodness qualities. Yep. I'll go with it. But I respect Boston. I think it's a legit matchup, but I think they can pull this one off. Yeah, it goes to seven. It's hard fought. And I think a lot of the time, I think Boston could take it. But I think the horniness levels are just like stronger. Like, I think the brotherhood levels of the Bruins are really strong. They are. Mm -hmm. They're old brothers. But are they as horny for boning all the time, spiritually, physically, and in a sports sense? Boston Bruins (laughs) lesbian bed death. I'm just saying, Avalanche recently had an infusion of Andre, so, (laughs) Mm. like, that'll really turn (laughs) you. And that takes a while to settle in your system. Yeah, yeah, that's really going to go somewhere. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, you know, he's he's an experienced voice in the locker room. He's won a cup before. Can you believe that? Andre (laughs) Burakovsky. Seasoned veteran Andre Burakovsky. Seasoned veteran Andre Burakovsky. That's thrilling. Oh, that goes down. Someone interviewing him, like, well, what's what's your secret to winning a cup? And he's just like. I tried a new conditioner. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> After we saw that triumphant um, win that the Avs had over the Boston Bruins that no one thought was possible, but it, they us. really they got it out in the end. <laughs> now we have an Eastern Conference um, bitch-off <laughs> between the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia Flyers. Flyers, Flyers. and Flyers. Flyers. Yeah, 100%. It's depressing. Yeah. It's a depressing series, but it's also hilarious. We are missing one. Depress hilarious. Yeah, we have one more round. Hell yeah. No, we missed one. To wild play the card. Flyers. It's wild card. <laughs> Here's the wild card. Wild card. wild card. It's coming out right now because I structured this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's the Yotes! Yes! <laughs> yes! And Don't even them. bother. Don't bother drawing another one. I'm saying Yotes no matter what. Wait, shouldn't we have actually... Yeah, we, we really we really did this wrong, babe. We goofed. We did amazing, actually. Actually, this is fun because we're going to have to have a real lightning off. Real Ooh. fast. Real quick. Okay. Lightning round. Lightning round. There's two teams. Yotes and Wild. Who wins? Yotes. 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 Yep. Jets and Hurricanes. Who wins? Canes. 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 Yotes and Canes. Who wins? Yotes. 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 Oh right. my god. I mean, it's where I thought we were gonna head it anyway, but mm. <laughs> it feels better knowing that we went through the process. That was a fun, fast round. Yeah. Risk, you gotta respect and trust the process. Yes. That we made up. Okay, so um, going from left to right here, we're gonna go back uh, a little time because the Pittsburgh Penguins are playing the Dallas Stars. Oh my god. Beautiful. Stars. Oh. I mean, I think it's the Pens because they have that juggernaut to the final and then they get their butts kicked energy. I can see it, but I'm just, you know, I think that everything is so fuck-ass wacky now. That's true. Like, if there's ever a time for the Stars to beat the Pens, I say, why not now? If not now, when? I actually think because the Pens are so injury-prone and because the Stars, for a while there, were on a hot streak... I can see it. I think it's possible. The Pens, everyone was injured. They everyone. They were really, like, fairly decimated. And, like, yeah. I mean, that wasn't really stopping them from being at the top of the, you know, the conference or no, anything. No, they but did just I fine. would still like to take that information and make it my own and run with it. What What does What does Sidney Crosby's face look like on the ice when he has to stand there and watch Tyler Sagan flexing his muscles against the glass and gently kissing all of his teammates on the mouth. Honestly, I think it's nothing. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Void. That man, he's just this power. He just exits his body. He he has left. Gone. He has turned the robot off and he's just said, I simply shan't engage with this <laughs> reality. Farewell. <laughs> I did something wrong here. Should we do another? Quick I did round? something really we gotta wrong. Do a quick round. So we're gonna do a real quick round, y'all, because I just didn't know what was happening about timing. So we're gonna start from the first round, just go up real quick. Okay. Lightning round. Lightning round. Here we go. We got the Preds and we got the Caps. Who's winning? Caps. 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 We got the Caps and we got the Blues. Ooh, who's winning? Caps. Caps. Oh, that's nice of you guys. <laughs> that's real nice of it's you. It's my pandemic, and I will make my own reality. Okay, here we go. You've already begun. Sorry, guys. I'm great at this. You're amazing at this, babe. You just invented this game, and it's going incredible. I think you are exactly as good as the real NHL is at structuring their That's playoffs. That's an excellent point. Thank you. That's perfect. And this way, we're almost using all the teams. These are the only ones I have left. So we're really doing great. We're I doing think. amazing. I am. 
Well, I'm sorry to the teams. Sorry, guys. Oh, I really wanted to use you. I wanted to play the Leafs because it'd be funny, but oh well. Um, we got the Panthers and the Knights who wins. Knights. 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 Unfortunately. It's not what I want. Caps and Knights remix. Oh, boy. That's a Caps, baby. I mean, like, I can see this going either way. Can you? <laughs> I really can't. I just think Vegas... It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a Pens thing where they had their sort of great triumphant narrative interrupted by the cat by the cats. Sorry, we've cats. been about cats for a while now, and that's all I can. The Washington think about. Cats. It's the new the Washington team Capitals. Name. They love cats. Anyway, they had that narrative interrupted, and that's really hard to come back from, as we saw with the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins. I see this being kind of a a boner killer team for them. I, on the other hand, though, I can see that happening the other way around. Like I can see your boner being. Unboned. The Capitals boner. Yeah, the Capitals boners. They were not doing that well by the end. No, I don't want to like play this card as much, but like, they were I just want to make sure that we're not showing too much preference, and we want to sh- tell the Knights fans that we respect you, kind yes. of, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> as individual humans, sure. As a totally. as, yes. as, as as an ethos, meh. <laughs> Wait, well, what do you guys think? You know, again, I can see this either way, but I do. Just going on our, like, oops, I fell down energy that we were kind of right. coasting on. I would almost say Knights, but I don't know. I can see it either way. Ellie, you're the tiebreaker. It's all on you. The it's pressure. A- oh, God. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. This no. is a fake game full of fake stuff. But it does matter. But it, so it, but it matters. Because <laughs> there's a right answer, and I have to make sure I get the right answer. She's pinching my thigh. <laughs> I just want to make sure this isn't a clear, like, the reason why I chose equity sticks is because I don't want this to be like, we're saying we're won the cup again. No. Oh, this no, we're is not science. This cup. We're not, we're not this winning this cup. This is science. We're doing science I know who's right winning now. this cup, and so do you. And we'll see. I I have an idea, but I'm not sure. Anyway. You know, I'm going to say that the Knights are so full of rage from getting booted out of the playoffs last year, which I heard a secondhand account from, from someone I know who nannied for one of the players. And that player's wife came home that night and was like, hey, like, you're off the clock. Would you mind if I poured you a glass of wine and just bitched for like an hour? And was just like... This is like this. She's like, I was just, I'm like happy that I get to go on like my fancy tropical vacation faster this year, but also that sucked, man. Um, So I know they were mad. And I think that that energy is going to carry them righteously past the caps who are going to sort of be like lounging on the ice and posing and like doing, you know. I can see it. I can uh, see it. Patty cakes. And they're just like, oh, we lost. (laughs) Back to Miami. What's important is we're bros and we love each other so much. That's true. The Knights, I feel like, don't have the same... I can't speak for them, but my perception is that the Caps are, like, so deeply horny for each other. Sometimes it over-hornies. It can be, I think, a distraction. Yeah, then they, it becomes a distraction. They get too much into bros and brotherhood and stuff and, like, less into, like, focusing on their external enemy and more about, like, I love you, man. No, man, I love you. They, I think they can be easily distracted distracted from loving each other at someone into just loving each other yeah. end of sentence mm-hmm. and... You gotta, you gotta harness it and use it, folks. <laughs> All right, it's time for an about face. How about the Flyers versus the Yotes? We know who won. We know it's wow. the Flyers. It's the Flyers. <laughs> it's absolutely the Flyers. But can I just say that no series would make me happier to watch that erupt be- into a like gasoline-soaked uh. fire. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to watch TK Sherp Phil Kessel. I want to watch it so <gasps> bad. Please. I want to see it. it I miss hockey. But also, I'm really so glad that the Flyers are not going up against the Caps because I love the Flyers and this would make me hate the Flyers and that would make me so that sad. That would be depressing, yeah. Yeah. And I also they them. would be us and that would also be depressing. Yeah. yeah. They would. <laughs> but now we're in... The conference finals. Here we are in the conference finals. Oh uh, in a conference, kind of. <laughs> actually, this well, this is I was I was about to say it works west to east. Actually, yeah, it's you not. you dropped a little shade on the west, but here we are. I know. I mean, the central's really strong, and one Pacific team is in here. Um, so good for them. Uh, how about the Stars versus the Avs? I'm gonna give that one to the Avs. Max horny team. Maximum horny. So horny. So wild. Ready to strip, ready to go. I think Philip Grubauer is ready to like come back from injury and have that like proving himself goalie run that a goalie every every baby goalie dreams of. I think that's I think that's his time, and I think that the Avs are just like I think it's the Avs time. I just I just I think do. that their horniness wins out. I do too. They got a little. They, got they also little... have suffered in a like longer yeah. lasting way as opposed to I feel like the stars have suffered in a like. I got waxed and it hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That like, hurt? they've been through stuff, but it's usually, like, they didn't make it into playoffs and they probably should have kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, I think it's I think it's us as well. I think that, again, you know, we both have monstrously horny teams here, but uh, I, I think the Avs are a little bit better at harnessing it. I think, yep. you know, the stars can go a little feral sometimes. Two beautiful horny girls stand before me, but I have only one Stanley Cup final in my hand. The Avs. It's the Avs. In the other hand, I have the Flyers versus the Knights. Flyers. 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 Flyers in a, in a easy. That might even be like Flyers in like five. Flyers, Flyers five are horny. Six. Flyers have a narrative. Flyers are ready. Yeah. Flyers are ready, Knights are baby. pissed again. They're going to have the exact same experience they had in their first playoffs where they just run. They have a great yep. narrative and they just run into a team with an even better narrative. Exactly. Even, that's hornier. And slip on a banana peel. And that's they're hornier. hornier. They're and much hornier. That's it. I treasure that. Sorry about it. You guys got to get hornier. You got to get hornier. And also you have to get scrappier because I feel like you guys are too polished. Like they're just too polished. They need to like roll around in the dirt, become a raccoon, mm-hmm. like roll in the trash with your pals. Like that's what you got to do. And I mean, if you're looking at the flyers and the abs who are in the file, like, like that's exactly what they did. This was the final that I predicted 30 seconds ago. And I've been <laughs> thrilled about it ever flyers, since. Flyers, abs, uh, Stanley Cup final. I'm so excited about this final. This is the best final in the world. Oh, I honestly, would love to see I'm it. This could have really happened. This is kind of what I thought might happen. It could have been beautiful. But it probably was Both of these teams are very good. This could have theoretically happened as opposed Anything to some of our first round happened. matchups. Both which like could happen. Right. <laughs> but look, we've got an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference team. They're both actually good teams. They're both horny. They both have narratives. Like, you got it all. They got them all. I know who I think this goes to, and it's a pretty easy call for me. Although It's an easy call for me, too, but Mm -hmm. it's because I believe in the power of a long-lasting narrative. This is the Flyers. 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 Stanley Cup winners, 2020. It's going to go to seven games. It's going to be a great series. Grueling. One of those few 
Like, I feel like this, the finals are, like, at least with the last couple of years, I have now been watching hockey for three full Stanley Cup finals, so I'm kind of an expert. Uh, and it's always less fun. Like, the final series itself is always a little bit less fun than the series that came before it. Because there's too much at stake. Just in terms of the sport itself. Like, the experience is equally fun, but, like, the, the games hockey? are less exciting, generally. Do you know what I mean? No. Like... Obviously, the Cavs Knights final was like one of the most exciting things that ever happened to me. But like, were other I, I wouldn't get what you watch those games in the same way that I would rewatch like games six, like games five and six from the Penn series. That's different. That's our narrative. I don't. I don't. don't I don't. I disagree. Right, well, I disagree. Based on my three years of anecdotal evidence, I think it depends. I think it's if your team, you might have a preference for a different series and things like you know, like the the narrative against the Pens. I think is much more powerful necessarily than sure. honestly some some stuff against the the Knights, which is another wait, reason why the Knights felt deboned. But it's gone. It oh. blossomed in the. I was gonna say that I just think I think the final can be really good. I think. All of the Stanley Cup playoffs suffer from the same thing, which is that they like to hit more than they like to make good plays. And it really depends on who you get. Sometimes you get boring ass. Sorry to the Blues. You guys are great. (laughs) I love you guys. You're doing amazing. But like, let's be honest with you and just say, like, were you making hockey um, like really like, I don't know, like, were you making anything really exciting plays? Like, not really. Well, there's that unforgettable line of Vladimir Tarasenko and... Hmm. (laughs) I liked seeing Patrick Maroon score a goal. (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) Listen, I like the Blues. It depends on... What I mean is I think it depends on the series. Listen, I don't want want the takeaway from what I said. Yes, come back, Eva. I remember. I was going to say that I can kind of see what you mean that, like, sometimes, especially if it's not, like, your team in the finals... Watching yes. it kind of has, like, even if your team hasn't really been in it, it can kind of feel like like when you're, like, like really excited for, like, a party or something, and then, like, it's just starting, and you're kind of like... Yes, it's like the New Year's Eve of sports. Like, oh, like, this isn't quite, like, like it was built no. up in my head enough that now I'm just kind of like, oh, this is... Uh, Okay. I put on a lot of makeup for this. That's this past year's playoffs for me. Sorry again to yeah. the teams in the final. So, but I mean, I think there are there have been Stanley Cup finals between teams that are just like right. absolute ball no, busters. Totally. And I, like, I Hell, don't want yeah. the takeaway to be like rave thinks every Stanley Cup final was boring. Eva got me. Yeah, well, if we had started it with, like, it's less fun with your team not in it, like, yes, of course, I would have been on board. But that's this not how particular matchup is... Fun, it's balls whether to they're the wall. your team or it's not. It's balls this to the wall amazing. and everyone's going to have a great ass time. It'll be beautiful and it'll end with Claude Giroux putting a baby in the cup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, oh, That's nice. No. I didn't think you guys were going to say the abs, but I was prepared if you did to offer my one counter argument, which was Claude Giroux putting his baby in the cup. And that's a really good point. Obviously, yes. And, that's and very... again, they had the biggest narrative of the year with Oscar Lindblom's. No, so yes. like, oh. obviously, like that's gonna trump it. You mm. know, like that's just gonna beat it a hundred percent of the time. Oh no, Oscar Lindblom on the ice. Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's sort of the situation when the the Red Wings went up against yeah. the Caps and the Caps' only Stanley Cup appearance prior to our <laughs> most recent one, where it's like, I'm sorry, like you just like we can't beat that, yeah. like. No. Congratulations. Here's the cup. Have a good night. <laughs> Would you guys like any 
like reservations will help you <laughs> you know that's what i think and nolan patrick is back on the ice for the final because yeah why totally. not why not you know not? i think he comes back i think he comes back in series in the last series just to like yeah swoop we're in. the gods of this shitty little universe yeah. we can do what we want we can do whatever we want his new horrible tattoos have given him superpowers oh my god exactly so true. you know what i just remembered jamie ben's i need <gasps> oh. i need you <laughs> oh <laughs> it's Ew. why Aaron. Uh, just think about just meditate on that for a second well congratulations to uh america's next top hockey team the philadelphia flyers you philadelphia did flyers win the stanley cup 2020 amazing you win. wow it was all worth it a $600 contract with CoverGirl Cosmetics. <laughs> $600. That's it. You don't get any more. Sorry. A lifetime supply of this crumbly wet and wild eyeliner pencil. <laughs> You'll also get one half-used bicycle made by Toyota Corolla. <laughs> anyway, that was a fun little time. <laughs> Who's watched a lot of America's Next Top Model? <laughs> Half-used bicycle by Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Tyra's been doing it for twenty years, and she she just can't. She's not she even can't get on any it more anymore. Stuff, you know, she can't do it. She's got a bicycle, <laughs> a Toyota Corolla. Bicycle. It's the most amazing package ever given to an America's Next Top Hockey Team contestant. So, yep. actually, and you know who fucking loves it. The Flyers. The Flyers. Oh, the Flyers. God. The Flyers are like dope. <laughs> Biking around on the ice in skates. Give them their Toyota Corolla bicycle. They're going to take it to bicycle. the beer garden. Half a bicycle. It's a unicycle. It's a unicycle. Oh, that's nice, actually. Oh, that's really TK's really going to ride that unicycle all the way around Philadelphia. Oh, he's going to bust his ass on it. He's Someone's going to be cut. double fisting. He's going to have to get bike. sewed up, and he's going to be uh, just full of unicycle wounds and the happiest he's ever been. God, oh. can you imagine Gritty at a cup parade? Oh. <gasps> the other thing I think is nice is that Claude Giroux, when he was a baby rookie, appeared in the Stanley Cup Finals, his first and his last appearance there, and he obviously didn't win at that time. Mm, mm. But uh, the idea of this America's Next Stop hockey team would see him come back from that. He had one of those quotes of like the Tyler Sagan kind of quote where he was like, man, I thought this would happen all the time, and it turns out, nope. Um, so for, for Claude Giroux to start off as a little baby piece of dandelion fluff, just like floating around full Mm. of beer and bad decisions and coming Mm. back as like a hot dad. It's just like really nice. Again, it's called the Alex Ovechkin. It's the Alex Ovechkin. We love to see it. Ever heard of it. So what I was, yeah, but I just want to say really fast that when I was thinking that I could predict the final, that I knew what it was going to be and then I was really excited, it was Penn's Flyers. Oh. And then the Flyers take it in five. That's what I was seeing. That would and have it been felt beautiful. really nice. That is also really nice. On my on my spirit. That one um, might have almost been too too perfect. Too pat. Too, too pat. Like yeah. too yeah. movie ending. Yeah. Right. Because with the abs, you know, there's kind of like no bad guys. You're killing Stop. your darlings there, you know, just like yeah. stabbing Andre right in the little heart. <laughs> and that's good narrative praxa. Is this penetration? <laughs> 
Yeah, and like all of those abs, I love very much. But in my imagine, this gives them, you know, the it makes them stronger than yesterday. It makes them stronger. You need a narrative, and they needed a better narrative to take them in. You know, I mean, either way, you have a hot dad putting a baby in the cup. It's perfect. It's perfect. Either way, works great. Although I have one hot dad preference, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I will just say, Gavin Giroux is the cutest baby in the world. He is okay, so I always cute. forget that his name is Gavin. I'm just yeah. like, oh yeah, baby Claude. Little gritty. They've been rollerblading together. Little gritty. He's been in the little baby pusher, and Claude Giroux's in his old rollerblades again. Oh, mm. oh he must dreams. be so thrilled that now he has an excuse to like be rollerblading at all times. All he has to do is rollerblade and feed his wife pineapple cubes twenty four seven. Has he rollerbladed previously? Because it feels spiritually right. <gasps> he sure yes. has. He has rollerbladed while pushing a baby carriage full of his tiny dogs. Oh, L, I'm so excited oh, to be God. able to share this with you. It's my favorite thing oh, in the this world. Is be exciting. His little fried chicken dogs. The fried chicken dogs are in a baby carriage, and he's pushing them and rollerblading. It's the best. He's been—it's been a training montage all along. Eva has just googled Kludgeru rollerbladed. I was—I'm not used to your laptop stand. (laughs) On my other laptop, I have them saved just so I can quickly reference them, but I don't have them on this one. Yeah, we're using my work from home equipment for. Very important work reasons. I am working from home right now. This is work. This is work. I think we could probably move oh. on. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, I got her the actual video, so. Yes. The dog is so happy. I take it back. We could not have moved on. God, I wish that was me. Elle, I don't know if you know this, but Claude Giroux was my dream boat every single week <laughs> for like a month and a half when we started this like six months <laughs> okay it might have been six months but i have a strong preference which is either your claude Giroux or your getting kuznetsov oh. and like never the twain shall meet the two so. genders the two genders just different <laughs> different birds they're the same but different they are both cartoon foxes with babies uh yeah. but with like different I coloring you know oh yeah one of them is more malevolent intentions yes. and that's the one i like the most <laughs> obviously it's good it's good <laughs> anyway <laughs> Um, from uh, Mara Bowden on Twitter, I greatly appreciated the Witch Direction segment hey. from a few weeks, weeks ago. So who are the quintessential mm. hockeys for each member of One mm. Direction? Andre uh, Harry. Harry Burkowski. Harry Burkowski, 100%. Andre Burkowski was introduced to me as the Harry Styles of hockey, like many, these many moons ago. Yes, correct. And it was right. Just turned on by the whole world and full of delight. I have a thought. Here's my thought. I'm not 100% married to it, but Vladimir Tarasenko, Nile. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh, yes. of course. Right, correct. I thought I was Done. right. No, Thank you were absolutely <laughs> oh, correct. That's so, that's so sweet. And it's just so comforting and good and capable. It's just a warm loaf of bread. Home decor, making bread. And like a little underrated 
because yep. 100%. they're like a little soft spoken, but and then they're also you're also like, oh, you actually look pretty good now. You can you fuck. look good right now. 100% serves bangers. Loki, you don't notice it until you're on your Spotify and then you're like, who is this sex man talking in my phone box? Yeah. And you look at it. Wow. And you're like, it's little Niall Horan? No, little Who Niall, scored that little highlight Niall real is goal? Serving the sex ballad? Little Vladimir Tarasenko scored that high, no. highlight real goal? How yes, could it be? It, it does have that same energy of like something on your sad box makes you delighted and you're like, huh? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? I feel nice. How can that be? Now, can I? Who's the Louis? I mean, it's Travis Konechny. It's TK. It's Travis yeah, Konechny. Yeah, it's yeah, TK. Yeah, that was yeah. exactly what I was about to say. Can we just Trash all mouse. agree that Travis Konechny is mouse. Louis Tomlinson and I love them both because my type dad MP3. Whom else would wander into an interstate gas station at three o'clock in the morning, get off the bus wearing only his socks and a sweatsuit, wander in there, buy a Dorito, take three pictures with fans, wander back onto the bus again? Travis Konechny. Mm, little trash mouse. Trash mouse. That really, that sits well with I'm me. I'm also really loving this boy band, which is so far... Vladimir Tarasenko, Andre Burakovsky, and Travis Konechny. I like, love I'm loving this. I would watch this starting lineup oh a God. thousand times. Okay, well, let's continue this going on. Who's the Liam? There's a lot There's of Liam. It's, a, it's a legal Liam. Yes. Like, can can we skip I mean. this one? Because I can tell you who the Zane is. It has to be Alex Semin. Uh, yeah. 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 Yep. He's hot. He has anxiety problems. He's going to do a stick penalty and uh then he's gonna leave <laughs> goodbye so it is alex Simon, but if it had to be a current nhl sure. player and a human <laughs> <laughs> i think it would be nolan patrick you think i think he's I too think committed so. i think he likes his bros too much i just it's like hot mysterious and like ugly tattoos but like a lot of them that part is true and like that's certainly true d- like just like yeeting himself from the party mysteriously he does yeet himself, but I think he's like ultimately at bottom. He wants to come back, whereas Zane is like yeet. Yeah, yeet. I think Nolan Patrick's yeet. yeet is a little bit for attention. That's true. A little bit, <laughs> not from like the world at large, but just from like a couple of particular people. That's exactly. True. That's whereas true. the Alexander Semin Zane yeet is like, I will be on the taiga. See you never. I've um, actually been here for six months. I'm just telling you now. Yeah. <laughs> Little did you know I own a farm in Pennsylvania. I'm Zane Malik. Goodbye. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> and if you appear at the mouth of his cave, he will like eat you. Which is kind of why yeah. it can't it almost can't be a current uh Yeah. Hockey. I also think the other comparison is that it's like he's too scared to say anything. Where it's like mm-hmm. you know that Zane could just be like, Hey lads. <laughs> and like everyone would be like, you really hurt my feelings, but I love you so much, bro. You know, like, but he won't, he's too afraid he to say that. And like Alex Simon also has that, like too afraid to say that. And I think Nolan Patrick's actually brave enough that he would be like, hey, lads. He's got, he's got some emotion. I don't literacy. think he would actually tell them I'm sorry. But I think he might say, hey. <laughs> he's enough of an e-boy to have like feelings that exactly. he would That's express. True. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like you kind of have to like leave the NHL to fully ascend to Zane's status. Exactly. Like you have to level up. Yes. There's a certain yeah. amount of Michael Richards there, but the oh, real yeah. Mike Richards could 100. But oh boy, the, oh, the that's real painful. difference and the reason that I chose Alexander Semin over Mike Richards is that an essential part of the Zane 
problem is that he has a mathematically perfect face. Mm. And that mm. means that everything that he says and does comes across as like something that he did on purpose because it's so beautiful. And somebody that good looking couldn't possibly just be like, what the fuck is going on constantly? Yeah. So they must be actively malicious. Whereas, and I think Alex Simon is the same thing where it's like the cheekbones, he's just rude. And it's like, no, <laughs> he is afraid. He has anxiety. He has very bad anxiety. <laughs> he just happens to also be chiseled from marble. Rude. He's chiseled from marble. And yes, he is rude. They are both yeah, rude. He However, has kind of the Tom Wilson. He had the Tom Wilson situation of like all of the hockey men were like, too hot, can't look at, got problems. I am, there's, this man has made me have a reaction and I must, I assume that must mean I'm mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> Similar. I feel something, so it's bad. Yeah. I still remember the time, the first time someone sent me like a real picture of Alex Simon and I fell down the stairs at the train stop, which does feel like <laughs> the Zane effect. Like that's, that's accurate. <laughs> I think that was you, Rave. I think that was actually you. Nice. You are welcome. <laughs> Have you guys seen pictures of him? Oh, I'm going to show you. That's what I sent her, I think. Was, was like those ones? In his youth, in his dewy youth. When and everyone's like, just like, yikes. It's like Brad Pitt in like a slasher movie from 1989 where you're yeah. like, holy it's shit. It's like, you live like this? You just bitch? <laughs> you got that face? You took that face from Krasnodarsk? <laughs> Put it back. In the 90s? Put it back. In the 90s. Put it right back. You just stick it right back in there. Yeah. Well, what I think, what I think is, even though Mike Richards and uh, Alex Simon are like not diff- that different in age, but I think that Alex Simon would be like the more in this level of uh, Zane, but uh, Mike Richards, you know, when they have a, like a first generation One Direction, he's in that one. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's the he's the prequel. <laughs> but the Liam is really the hardest one because there are a so ton many Liams. of Liams. And I think I've said this before, I am one of the world's foremost Liam apologists, which is why it pains me to say that the ultimate Liam is Sidney Crosby. Mm. Oh, no, you're right. But, like, the thing about it is I also love Sidney Crosby. I mean, I love Sidney Crosby, obviously, like, in a way where I hate him. Please don't yeah. come in my Twitter and start telling me, like, no. oh, you love him. You know that I the do. way that Leave I love him. Alone. You know that I do, and you know that the way that I love him is not the way that you love him, and it never will be, and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Just trust that the love we have for Sidney Crosby is also a kind of love. It and, might sound like and if you if I talk about it, it'll go away constantly. But you know what? He likes that, so mm-hmm. it keeps him sharp. Yeah, I he see loves it. being nagged more than literally anything in his life. It so. does. I mean, the only non-Liam thing is that Liam came out with his solo album, and yeah. it was fucking terrible. Yeah. It was the worst. See, like, and that's what that's. It, I see him as like. During One Direction Liam, right. but I, he's not mm. post One Direction Liam no. because he just kind of went bazonkers and was like, I live in the GQ magazine somehow now and I'm banging Naomi right. Campbell, and that's just like absurd. That's, that's the opposite of Sydney. I love it. I loved every second of it. Yeah, but I did. No, it is not Sydney Crosby. No. It, it is maybe kind of a. Um, Nate McKinnon? Nate McKinnon. Oh! Ha, Nate McKinnon. Ha, 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 ha. Nate McKinnon has all the qualities of Sidney Crosby while also banging hot actresses. Point. Wow. Okay, I am actually quite sold on this now. I'm really into this. I'm really sold on this. Yes. He also has that sort of like warm, like that warm Liam energy. I like it very much. And it was something that I was thinking earlier, but then I just kind of skipped over it. 
it could work. It's just like it's kind of neutral and like a little boring, but like in the most comforting way. But then you're like, I can also see him very much just like sipping booze out of a Tim Hortons cup as he does a terrible job of coaching from the bench. So sure can. That's what he should be doing. Can we list out this boy band? First of all, appropriate that any boy band you make up of hockey's has two abs in it because they are the most boy band. Correct. So we got Nate McKinnon. We got Andre Burakovsky. We got Alexander Summon, question mark. We got uh, fucking Vladimir Tarasenko. Mm-hmm. And we have Travis Connect. We, say Andre? we said Andre. I just got excited to think about Andre in a boy band. I just like thinks he would be so happy. Those five will have an amazing time, except Alexander Summon, who's quitting the band and he's never coming back. Bye. Alexander Summon <laughs> left the band before it ever formed. Yeah. And it's correct exactly. and it's perfect and we love him. He was like, I was in this band, but I have also altered the space time continuum, so I was never in this band. Yes. So I never had to be in the band. Goodbye. Hold on. The Young Guns, One Direction question mark. Mickey is the demon We've that got, lived in the let me, No, let me <laughs> tell Mickey you. is the bread go. Because I was going to say, Sema did, in fact, leave a One Direction boy band. It was called The Young Guns. It was Mike Green, uh, Nicholas Backstrom, Alex Ovechkin himself. And at the time, people were really trying to make Brooks like happen. He's the Liam question He's mark. Sad, the Liam. sad, Brooks sad. Like, sad. Who get, dot, dot, yes, dot. <laughs> just a rectangle who then later has a weird sex life you do not understand. This is actually really easy, you guys. Al- Alex Ovechkin is the Harry. Harry. Uh, Extremely horny for the world. Terminally. Alex okay. Simon is the Zane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brooks like is the Liam. Yeah. Mike Green is the Nile. Mike Green is the Nile, and Nicholas Backstrom is the Louis Tomlinson of the (laughs) young Washington Capitals. Absolutely. God, he is. That was like my first thought, too, for some reason with him. And I was like, no, that can't be right. That can't be right, but it was. But it's right. was right. It's right. He's a demon. I'm taken aback. Wow. I... My life is different now. Every time someone tries to check Nicholas Backstrom and bounces off of his ass... Louis Tomlinson was Louis there. Louis Tomlinson. Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> Louis Tomlinson took his shoes off in a gas station every time that happens. <laughs> Can we take a minute to think about Nicholas Backstrom in the back seat of Ovi's car next to Mike Green with his fucking sunglasses that have no Look lenses but do have parallel lines all the way across them? Stunner shades. Bucket hat. Ugh. That's horrible. Louis Tomlinson. Wow. Well, I think we have to be done now. <laughs> and he turned into a family man. This is my first and last podcast episode. I can never do this again. <laughs> it got too real and I wasn't briefed. We've learned some things. I don't know how we can move on from this. Mm-mm. Okay, we'll do another question. Nicholas <laughs> Tomlinstrom. I just, I just, this is just killing me, man. And honestly, Mike Green as Nile is like so perfect. It, really it hits is. me that right in a good perfect. place. That feels exactly right. And then he gets hot. Again, they turn out to be the best one. Yeah. And you're like, they get really hot. Like, oh, you're dope. It's like, who saw that coming? And you're hot. great. And emotionally yeah. stable? Question mark. Comparatively. Question How'd mark. that happen? Also, your interior decor is dope. Interior de- decor on point. Mm-hmm. 100%. Did you guys see it was Axel's birthday today? Yes. yes. Did you see a cameo from Cat Banana? Yes. <gasps> Banana. Banana. Banana, Mike Green's cat. Mike Green's cat. Uh. Banana. <laughs> Also, it's not. It's a Nile move to have a cat named Banana. It is full yeah. Nile move. Massive Nile energy. Oh God, I miss Nile. Uh, that changed. He's my still life. alive, <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing amazing. I just he's not as 
he's he's busy yeah listen he came up on my running playlist which is just like literally whatever spotify decides to throw at me and his new songs fuck oh they fantastic and he like in a major way and he like responded to trump on twitter today to like give like a celebrity jab at him and it was amazing did he yeah good for him he loves barack obama that little irishman just loved barack obama and that's what he liked mike green biggest democratic donor uh, in the state of Michigan. In the state no? of Michigan, what? no, yeah, that was Ugh. that was Mike Green, biggest oh, Democratic. Did you know yeah, I did yeah, not 100%. know that. How did you mm-hmm. not tell the two idiots from Michigan this? This is my culture. Wait, I thought you knew. I Eva, no you didn't know that. Though? No, no. I feel like we're getting the facts wrong. We should make it up. Wrong, but he is a big donor. one of the biggest individual donors to Democratic causes in, in the, the state. state. Yeah, is Mike Green and oh, family. Nice. Wow, he's Not a good dope. boy. Again, he turned out to be the best one. Niall, move. You thought it would be one of the other ones, but no. They're terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> they are very good at being sexy, like, but Harry they're Styles. bad at political commitment. Harry Styles is never not going to be great like Alex Ovechkin, but you're also going to be like, okay. Could you do like a little bit more that's less aesthetic? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> great. I'm so happy for you, but also like, Mm, they no. d- they both right. have very much like I live on my own planet and that's simply the way I was yes. born yeah. to exist. It's not malicious. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just you know no. It's, it's Aquarius so energy. I know Obi's not an Aquarius, but he has that kind of like Aquarius. Just like Wah! I live on a different planet. Like Wah! whatever. Nothing kind of you thing. can do can affect me in any way. Thank no. you so no. much. Goodbye. I'm really glad you guys decided to join us on our another One Direction part two. This is <laughs> they really did not fun for have us. A choice. You don't have a choice. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Not sorry. I had a great time. I have more thoughts about this, but I wanted to move on to something else just in case you guys don't like One Direction. (laughs) And they're still here somehow? Look who's here. Bjorn is here. (gasps) Bjorn. A boy. Bjorn is here. You know what I've really found myself starting to collectively call Kuzia and Biz is I just call them Clown Town together now. (laughs) It's true. Anytime. That's perfect. Anytime they're like facing off one of us will just say clown to clown communication Mm -hmm. like that's it that's all we say because they do that a lot where like biz will sit there and stare and kuzio will get as close as biz will let him before his paw goes up in warning and then just stare and then he does a fucking barrel roll and then he does does a barrel roll a barrel roll to show his stomach Y'all, stop that. That's what we call them, y'all, in the Tammy Taylor voice from Friday Night Lights. Y'all, come on, y'all. Y'all, come on. Y'all. Y'all. Come on And then you just drink wine and ignore them. Y'all. We just say boys very firmly. Boys. I know, it's like a fucking hockey locker room in here. It's just like boys or boys. (laughs) Boys, yeah. (laughs) That's Bjorn's internal voice. Boy, yes. Boy, yes. No. <laughs> Bjorn also has started responding to the things that we call him. So if we're like, chunky boy, he'll be like, me? <laughs> I'm the chunky boy. It's me. I'm chunky boy. All right, guys. I know we've all been watching a lot of this type of show on uh, the internet. So this question comes um, from at Flyers 8 Goalies. Great Twitter name on Twitter. Um, which NHL teams would you want to see on rich reality TV shows? And if you were a producer, how would you construct the most drama? So let's talk about the show we've both been watching. Too Colorado hot Avalanche. Abs. to handle. Colorado Too hot Avalanche. to handle abs. 
No Abs. Nut House. This is Colorado Avalanche. No Nut House. Good fucking luck. Oh. Good luck. They're like, Andre Burakovsky somehow loses $200,000 in the first Andre night. Andre somehow made everyone on the island is now in debt to <laughs> yeah. the producers of the show. They owe money. Nate McKinnon is the banker. He's the one who's like, <gasps> God damn it, Andre. Really? I, think, I think Nate could be persuaded That's into being what part I think of it. It's great about Philip it. Grubauer could not. <laughs> Philip Grubauer has That's a true. girlfriend and a dog at home. He would like to make some money. What the fuck is wrong with you people? He wants to buy a nice Le Creuset and you horny morons They're are ha- They were half up. off at one point. No. He spotted a deal. What no, I like is that Nate McKinnon, Nate McKinnon would be real self-righteous about it and be like, this is how much money and I'm just not going to do it. And Andre would be like, hey. <laughs> and then it was like when, yeah, like when what's her face, like almost snared Kells into that shit. And then. Yes. Yes. She would have gotten Nate McKinnon. 100%. Andre will lose some money and like the little AI voice will be like, blah, 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 $40,000. And he'll be like, only 40000 I can do better <laughs> than that. my time. I'm really rich from Instagram already, so this <laughs> makes no difference to me. The Francesca move. Blessings. Have you guys been watching any other reality TV shows? Oh, have we? <laughs> have we? Well, that's what I was saying. Which one have you been watching the most? <laughs> So uh, we did watch one season, and producer Danielle has uh, locked onto this with me. We watched a season of the Lifetime show called Married to Millions. Interesting. Oh, I saw an episode of that once when I was living with my parents, and it was mm. great. It was. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a, it's just a show about a very rich person who is dating a not very rich person. So it has like a couple of. Like, there's, like, the old, like, the 61-year-old guy with the 21-year-old girlfriend, which is, you know, to be expected. But then there was also, like, this, like, powerful woman real estate agent in Las Vegas and her, like, construction boyfriend who was just, like, himbo. The episode I saw is when she went to go visit him on the construction site and he proposed to her. Yes. They did not end up getting married. She left him at the Um. altar. (gasps) What? They got to the chapel the day of, and she was like, I can't do this, and gave him the ring back and drove off in her car. Oh, my God. It was powerful. Which NHL team are you putting in that situation? She had, like, this crazy, interesting, like, life story, because her whole thing was that she really wanted to have a family, and then it, like, drops it, like, a couple episodes in, being like, yeah, I'm from Cambodia, and most of my family was killed by the Khmer Rouge. (gasps) Holy shit. And so I think, like, her friends got to the point, they were like, do you want to marry this guy, or does this guy want to marry you, (laughs) and you're, and I think she got it, and I was, I was like, you know Go ahead. Good for you, girl. Get out of there. Before the tragic and compelling backstory, I was right. like, is this not just Henrik Lundqvist and the Rangers? <laughs> and the, all of the Rangers are his hunky construction boyfriend that are like, are you going to marry us? And he's like, yeah. Of course. Totally. Yep. Yeah. That sounds absolutely. cool. It's like, it's dope. It's fine. Yeah, Chris Kreider. Sure thing. Chris Kreider's <laughs> like, amazing. <laughs> I'm the luckiest guy in the world. The NHL Married to Millions is just... The entire Rangers team trying to win over him. He's just like, I'm take, I've taken you to my tailor. You're here to get a bespoke suit. And they're just like, is this supposed to have this many buttons? <laughs> this isn't sweatpants. Yes. So we watched that show, which was a delight, but it was only one season. So what we have now dove into is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. 
Oh, boy. I've never seen this series, and I think it's a matter of time. We have watched question mark episodes. (laughs) Okay. Go on. We started at the beginning. I thought this will be great because I have watched Vanderpump Rules, so I'm familiar with the Lisa Vanderpump canon. And (laughs) (laughs) the canon. (laughs) The text. That's the episode title. Cut and print. (laughs) And okay, and like again, like I love it, and it is terrible, like terribly delicious reality TV. But it once again took a fairly stark turn that I was not prepared for. Um, And it's, again, a huge bummer. But I will say, if you can get past that hump, it's a good watch. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. And not a bummer just in this case that, like, all reality TV show is inherently somewhat a bummer and you just have to, like, overlook that little speed bump of any morality that you have. It's a very Oh, no, like, very... Life-altering, tragic Severe. events happening to like every like every season happening to like everybody. Just yeah. whole life Yikes. in flames. Yeah. It's Yikes. Bad. Therapy so, forever. Yikes. Honestly, I had to fail out of Tiger King, y'all. Like I just yeah, I do didn't it. Make I it mean, Tiger King. there was too much like child marriage, and, and then like, when they take animals. the tiger cubs away from the mom, Horrible. we were just I was like, I know I can't. everyone is like into this show and stuff, but like I just couldn't make it all the way through. I just Although, couldn't do it. I can make it through a lot of garbage. It only gets worse. It's a hard watch. Yeah, sometimes your body is just like, no, this is I can't do this, and you, and that is valid. Yeah. For me, it's anytime something bad happens to an animal, I'm like, bye, can't do this. Can watch all kinds of horror visited on humans who are sinful and deserve it, but like not the little baby tiger who just emerged into life was sad. Um, just couldn't do it. So yeah, nobody on the Tiger King, on the Tiger, the Tiger King? The Tiger Mom? King. The Kroger. The Tiger King. But who, which team, if we get rid of the, the heavy stuff, which team yes. is the... Real Housewives. I mean, it's the Kings. Yes, <laughs> yes, the Kings are absolutely. I haven't seen it, but I that know whole situation Kings. with Mike Richards and Jeff Carter, the Kings, like the Kings narrative. Real Housewives, and it Can has I- the real Real Housewives flavor too. Of like, it's a little too real. Like you weren't quite, <laughs> you didn't really tune in prepared for this. Hulu did not edit in the disclaimer. You signed up for some cute tweets and like, oh no, and now my heart is being broken. Um, yeah, and that's. Actually, yep, that's exactly right. And I will say I am chugging through this season now, which is hard, uh, because I really want to get to season 10, but I need all the backstory because my brain <laughs> oh my works God. well. Because there's like a, like the current season or like the one of the more recent ones, like has Denise Richards in it. Uh, and then she like rage quits the show because they're trying to make her admit, admit that her and one of the other housewives are having an affair together. Oh! <gasps> Brandy Glanville. Oh, I read about this at one point and I almost started watching the show because of it. hundred percent. That's why I started watching this show. Oh my God. That was why I, I picked this season. I was like, okay, Lisa Vanderpump is involved. I'm going to get to see Sheena Shea's stupid face in 2011 again soon, which is magical to me. Oh, Elle has no idea what's coming because she's never seen Vanderpump Rules. Oh, wow. Yeah. I and, have. Oh, 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 I'm so excited because that's where we're going to dovetail into after this. And Great. just really poison our brains. <laughs> After we get to just season like, really 10. get it there. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. We got nothing but time. <laughs> I, I think I was saying something, but I, I don't remember what it was now. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made my point. Oh, you were you were talking about something about the Kings. That just has that energy to me of like yeah. Denise Richards and Brandy Glanville having an affair. And then Mike Richards 
quitting to Canada, but not really quitting. Yeah. No, and there's, like, a lot of stuff going on there that you weren't prepared for. And you were like, this was supposed to be fun for hockey. Oh, no. I came here to have a good time. And I'm honestly feeling <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. We've been watching <gasps> Love Island again. It's not my again. I've never seen no, no, no. anything but season it's three. It's not again with Love Island. It's just that we're watching another season of Love Island. Oh, yeah. And if you guys don't know, the thing about Love Island is that they chronicle every single day. There's a daily episode. Except for Friday. That's the only day they don't chronicle. Well, they that's go to the, the beach. Lord's Day, day the beach rest. on Friday. Exactly. The Lord's day. But there's so much content and it's excellent. I can't wait. But what I love about it is that you get to see them do weird, dumb shit. That's what I like. You yeah. get to see them be friends. That's it's the Miyazaki about- concept of like allowing time to breathe in a film where you Series like let six. you see the Best water one. cooler or you see the like the blades of grass blowing. Love Island, same idea. You see Absolutely. the lads gathered about a table talking about what you have for breakfast. But breakfast is a lingo that they have developed amongst themselves to talk about whether they got any action that night. Oh, the breakfast club. It's They call it the breakfast club. Is there like terrible, like really scrambled some eggs for breakfast? No, no, no. no they're they're, they're really stupider than that. They're like, did you have some toast? Here's the, there's a wonderful part where Luke T explains Luke all the code. T. Luke T there's lays Luke it all M on and the line. Luke T. And Luke T is like, so if you did hand stuff to her, that's tomato. If she did hand stuff to you, no, wait, it's the other way around. Yeah. That's tomato. If she does hand stuff to you, it's tomato. If mm-hmm. you did mouth stuff to her, it's avocado. If she did mouth stuff to you, it's avocado. It's so fucking stupid. It's so stupid. But the, but- the premise of it is that they felt it was uncouth for them to discuss what they did with their special ladies. Uh, Wow. Openly. And so they discovered they wanted to create this code in order to be more gentlemanly, but it's that's stupid as fuck. That's how you are. That's what gentlemen do. But the thing about season six is I genuinely think that they're all dumbass idiots with good hearts, which is nice. Oh, I love that. Like, literally, that is the reality show that I want to just yes. be they the showrunner for. Each other. I just want to put sweet dummies in a room with yes. no rules and happens. just see what weird stuff they come up with to pass the time. Exactly. exactly. And so in Series 6, they have this real energy. In Series 6, they have this real energy of like, oh, we're just like all a bunch of horny parents really excited for our kids. <laughs> like, every, yes. like they just like want everyone to bone and have a great time. So whenever they send anyone off on the date, they all are just like screaming with excitement, <laughs> sending them off, being like, have an amazing Have good sex, boys and girls. They like go out in their little lingerie when they go to the hideaway, which is the place that the couples are allowed to go to bone. They go out in their... It's not the boom, like, boom The room. girls will like... It's the a boom girl. boom room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the girls will like come in their beautiful lingerie into the boys' room. So all the boys can be like, huzzah! It's like this very weird version of like the royal wedding night. What <laughs> Kelly and I have been talking about with it is that like we like it best. We watched a season recently that had like a lot of yelling. There's just Ooh, a lot of yelling yells. on this season now. I love a lot season of drama. Series three is amazing, and series three has Chris and Kim, who have the best bromance of all time. That's the Michael Lotta and Tim Wilson. If you yes. are wondering, Ooh. that's their relationship. It's uh, incredible. So they like spend all their time together, and like half their narrative is them being like, "I don't think the girls understand. We just need time to ourselves." Like it's just like them being like, "We need our own special Chris yes. and Kim time." Because the best thing. This is what I was gonna say. Is that the best thing? about Love Island is when they all are friends. 
that's like all I want to watch is that like they're friends. I know. And that's, I would much all. rather and they watch do that friend than the fighting escapades together. Love Island has what Too Hot to Handle wishes it had. It does, and we were talking about this too. That like it's partly the narration. I think the narration in No Nut House is so um, contemptuous. It's trying to be it what is. Love Island is, and th- but the Love Island narration is also mocking itself. Like the Love Island, the butt of the joke in Love Island narration is the narrator. That's much better. Ian's interesting. Ian. Laura, what's her face is? Laura, Laura friend of Niall. Laura Whitmore's boyfriend. It all comes back to comes one, back one My God. Anyway, but the reason that I wanted to clarify that was because obviously the team that I want to see on Love Island yeah. is the Canucks. Yeah. Oh. They'll just like be horny friends who do escapades. All the time. And that's all that they do. They do escapades and they love each other. And then they feel bad when somebody has to leave. And that's what it is. The end. You murdered your girlfriend, I'm sorry to say. Good. I think she's it was the right. Now. It was. Uh, it's the way I would have wanted to do it. <laughs> it's my dream. It's my dream. Um, Elias uh, Patterson, meme lord extraordinaire. Yeah, he's memeing it up in quarantine. He's memeing it up in quarantine. And I would just love to see him on... Love Island, yeah. him and Brock Besser's incredible bromance where they were just like, you mean more to me than anyone else, bro. If you left here, I think I would straight up leave, bro. Like, I don't even, oh. you know, like, it'd be beautiful. I just want Elias Pettersson sitting on a bead bag while Brock Besser, like, does some push-ups. Yep. That's what I want. You know that's like a day in the life of the Vancouver Canucks locker room. It's just they like could that. make this happen for us. Like, they have yeah. the skills to do this. They have the technology. They do. <laughs> Are there any other reality TV shows that we'd like to cast? We watched Project Runway, which you can't put any hockeys on there because they're fucking yeah, completely incompetent. Yeah, yeah, they can't do that. Uh, Are there any? I'd like that would to see well? uh, Mike Green b- design a tiny house. Mm. Oh yeah, the tiny house show. That would be nice. The tiny house show on Netflix. I've really enjoyed. Mike Green should be on that one. Yeah. The Detroit Build Red Wings should be on that one. Oh, yeah. the Detroit Red Wings are spiritually a tiny house. They are. They are a tiny house. They are, they are spiritually that one episode of the tiny house show where the woman, like, her house burned down on the property that she bought and she had no choice but to live in tiny houses yeah. because she didn't have any money left. So, like, they built yeah. a parkour maze for her son. That's the that's Detroit Aww. Red Wings. Yeah. They are building a parkour maze to keep... Dylan Larkin and Tyler Bertuzzi. A hundred thousand percent. To, to keep them They're busy. like, if I built yeah. this parkour maze for Tyler Bertuzzi, maybe he won't sign somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll work. Uh. <sighs> wow. Well, it's wow. been a journey. This feels really good, guys. Thanks I feel like for we, were really, we really stayed true to ourselves in this house. And I haven't, you know, I'm just, I'm excited to see my family again. It's been such a journey. It's been so exciting. I came in to find love, and I think I found it. With the Philadelphia Flyers. Like, I just, I thought that they really deserved the final rose, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. I've thought long and hard, but the final rose has to go to the Philadelphia Flyers. (laughs) Says Danny Briere. And it really breaks my heart because, you know, the Avalanche are just like... They've got such a great personality. They have everything. Honestly, they were 100% my type on paper. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) you can't tell, can you? No, you don't. No. You don't ever really know. (laughs) Sad, no. (laughs) Rarely, rarely sad. Anyway. um, (laughs) Just all over the place. Just all over the place. We're like really (laughs) living life. 
We are good. This has been a great season. I mean, it <laughs> sure was a season. It was a of season. Things and events. Happenings and occurrences. Events, occurrences, individuals and experiences. People, well, places, and things, all of which <laughs> I miss dreadfully now. <laughs> Have you ever had an experience? No. no. DM us. Don't DM us. Add us occasionally in a non-pressuring manner. And I don't know what's going on in my life. <laughs> tell us about it, but like be cool about it. Yeah, like tell us about it, but like in a chill. We've way. all been inside for months now. We are not used to. It's like a lot of pressure. It's like a lot of pressure for all of us together. Um, I love you guys. Anyway, that's it for us for now. That's it for us for now. We are going to be taking the next month off, uh, but keep an eye on our Twitter and time is fake. So one month can be a decade or two blinks of an eye. No one's gonna know, <laughs> uh, but you can keep an eye on our Twitter at you can't do hockey for updates about what we are planning for this summer. And we are on Tumblr at you can't do that pod. And you can email us at you can't do that pod at gmail.com. Our producers are Danielle Savoy and Laura Reinke. Our theme music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Our cover art was designed by Kel Wil- Kay Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for listening. <laughs> I have been Kelly. I'm Eva. I'm Rave. Uh, I'm Ellen. This is the last podcast I'll ever be doing. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. <laughs> and I also had a great time. <laughs> and in the words of Alex Ovechkin, I also had a great time. <laughs> Nicholas Backstrom, I hated this. Alexander Ovechkin, I had a great time too. <laughs> In the words of us, uh, have you ever considered that the young guns were one direction? Think about it. Think about it, guys. What else are ever you doing? I'm very familiar with the Vanderpump canon. <laughs> Have you ever thought about how Mike Green is the Nile of hockey? I'm just hearing the X-Files music in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs>